Wildcats, Warriors, Bulldogs, Cavaliers, Bees, Dragons, Panthers, Tigers, Pioneers, Bobcats. The Upper Cumberland's exclusive coaches roundtable. Your teams, your coaches. This is the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Bar Builders. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. I'm Colin Castleberry with you live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. Come on down, grab a great breakfast, and of course, say hello. I would love to talk some ball with you. Going to spend the next hour talking about it with or without you, though, because basketball season, the regular season, has nearly come to an end. We will have some games today, but many teams over the last two nights, Thursday and Friday night, bringing their regular season to an end. Cookville swept Stewart Creek, Clay sweeping Jellico, Jackson doing the same facing Watertown, and White County on senior night picks up a sweep visiting the, or excuse me, vis, I put visiting, that is a typo. They hosted the Signal Mountain Eagles. It was senior night at White County last night in Sparta. Let's say we run down, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> say we run down some scores from across the UC last night. On the girls' side, it was Cookville, a 72-35 runaway victory over Stewart's Creek. White County did get the 63-50 win over Signal Mountain, and so guess what? White County, two losses in the regular season total. That is it for the Warriorettes. What a year for them. Celeste Reed, a Miss Basketball finalist. It's been a special regular season for head coach Michael Dodgen and the Warriorettes. York, 56-42 over Smith County. (coughs) There we go. Now I'm feeling better. All right. York, 56-42 over Smith County. And give it up for the Dragonettes. We'll catch up with head coach Michael Green later in the program. But the Dragonettes complete an undefeated district schedule and, of course, bring home a regular season district title. They get their 20th win overall with the victory. Clay County, 77-21, defeating Jellicoe. Jackson, 45-35, defeat of Watertown. Van Buren, thank you to head coach Tyler Sapp uh, for letting me know. That was a 59-32 Van Buren win over South Pitt last night for the Eaglets. And uh, I don't want to call it the surprise of the night because certainly not. They had every chance to win the ball game. But a really positive note to end the year for the Lady Wildcats of Monterey. They defeat Scott for uh, 52-44. So they, uh, of course, will uh, go to their district tournament, but the winless in district on the regular season, anything can happen. Maybe they make a run, maybe they don't, but either way, they end the regular season on an extremely positive note with a big win on the road, 52-44 uh, over Scott. On the boys' side, we run back through Cookville, 72 72- 45 over Stewart's Creek. You'll notice same points the girls scored, but they uh, gave up 10 more. White County, a 70-63 defeat of Signal Mountain. As somebody who is from the Chattanooga area, that is uh, quite the accomplishment. A great job by Trip Pinion uh, and the rest of that crew, head coach Eric Mitchell, for picking up a big win in that one. Again, ending their regular season on a positive note and sending themselves into the district tournament next week uh, with some serious positivity. York, 60-56. to 56. They do the same as their girls and 
undefeated district regular season and a district title for the Dragons. Clay County, 83-66 over Jellicoe. Jackson, 67-36 over Watertown. Van Buren picks up a 10-point win to end their regular season, 65-55, defeating South Pitt. And Monterey, unfortunately, the Wildcats couldn't follow suit after the Lady Wildcats. They come up just short against Scott, 51-48. to and, and again, a team that hopefully, or that is hopes, to go to the district tournament uh, and maybe win a game or two and make some noise, upset a few folks, uh, but did finish winless in the regular season <coughs> in district play. Excuse me. Now today, today we have one at least massive game. I'm not saying we only have one period. There are several games across the UC, but one with some very serious implications. Upperman will head to Cumberland County later today. The Lady Jets and the Lady Bees already played back on Thursday. The Lady Jets led at halftime. The Upperman Lady Bees were in the end. The Lady Bees ended up making a comeback, a big third quarter, and they would ultimately win the game 44-39. Head coach Dana McWilliams scheduled to be with us in our next segment. We'll talk about that game and this game today, which has some major implications. Right, The two of them still battling it out. Upperman trying to secure that two seed and a bye. Uh, you'll hear from head coach Mike Buck, Stone Memorials girls. They're actually contingent on this matchup uh, in this game today to find out whether they're playing L.A. or uh, Cumberland County in their first game of the district tournament. Uh, so excited to, to see this matchup. Cumberland County uh, obviously more than capable of winning this ball game, especially uh, with tonight being at home and a, a sweep for Upperman would really kind of be a clean slate. It would make everything fall in a not, <coughs> excuse me, would make everything fall in kind of a nice, succinct order. Wouldn't really need a lot of tiebreaker scenarios. If Cumberland County wins, though, could really throw everything into flux because then Upperman has a sweep of L.A. but split with Cumberland. Cumberland split with L.A. And L.A., of course, was swept by Upperman and split with Cumberland. And so the three of them could really get kind of convoluted in there. The only thing that can happen is L.A. can't make it all the way up to the two seed due to the sweep by Upperman. At best, L.A. is the three. Cumberland somehow ends up as the four. uh, And Upperman then would be the two or vice versa, so on and so forth. So that's a matchup certainly to pay attention to. Uh, later today, several others across the UC that we'll talk about throughout the program. Right now, live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive, I'm Colin Castleberry. This is the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. This is the high school playbook. A new storage building to add room. A new space for the animals. From gazebos to garages, it's built Mountain Strong by Mountain Barn Builders. Highway 127 Clark Range. Online at mountainbarnbuilders.com. Built by Mountain Barn Builders. This is the high school playbook. We are live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. We now travel to Baxter, metaphorically that is, to speak with Lady Bees head coach Dana McWilliams, who's preparing to take her team on the road to Crossville to face Cumberland County 
the second time in three days. Thursday night, Upperman trailing at the half, mounted a comeback, had a big third quarter, and walked away with a 44-39 victory. Now they go to the Lady Jets in hopes of securing the number two seed and a bye in the district tournament that could loom large the way this district tends to play out. Coach McWilliams, uh, thank you for your time, Coach. Uh, how odd is it to be playing the same team twice in three days, and, and does it change at all how you prepare? Well, it's not something that we typically do a lot, but it, it has happened uh, maybe not in, in that close of a span, but a lot of times through um, you know years coaching, you may play somebody in your last game of the season and then turn around and play them first round of the tournament. So it's you know it is what it is. It's it's not the perfect setup, but it's fine. Just, it's the same as any other game. We would prepare the exact same way. No different. Going back to the beginning of the week, Monday night, uh, you go and you lose by five to White County. Now, you look back at the first matchup, 58-32, this one just 35-30. What has your team been able to do since that first matchup that really helped them get to a point where they had themselves in a position to win against, uh, obviously, an incredibly talented Warriorettes team? I think we're just trying to get better as the season goes on, try to improve each game. We knew that when we went to uh, White County, we definitely did not give them our best effort. So we were excited to to get another opportunity uh, to play. And, you know, unfortunately, it didn't turn out exactly the way we wanted. But uh, hopefully uh, we'll see them again along the way. You guys last night uh, did pick up a win at home over Cumberland County. A bit of a comeback. You trailed, I believe, at halftime and come back to win 44-39 there in the second half. What was the message at the half, uh, or, or really was there one? Did this team just sort of respond uh, in and of themselves this late in the year? I think, you know, for us, we we weren't pleased with how we had came out uh, at the start of the game. Didn't think we were coming out uh, ready to play like, like we had hoped for, so they – they had to come out with a different mindset the second half, a little bit more focused and really uh, trying to lock down on the defensive end. Just been a little sharp on the things that we were doing and really proud of their effort coming back. We had a, a great third quarter, uh, which is really proud of them for that. That's something you and I have discussed uh, a couple times this year is kind of coming out and not feeling like you really start the way that you want to start. How do you – fix that? How do you grow in that aspect uh, with one game left here in the regular season and then obviously heading into the district tournament? I think you just continue to, to keep grinding and hope that, that those things come around for you and you know, I think um, that's something we, we just need to put an emphasis on and, and continue to try to, to, sh- to be ready for them. We have had games when we are and we've had games when we're not but ultimately you know, the kids here, um, you know, they up until this point, you know, really happy with their progress and, and how tough they are and, and how they play. So hopefully we, we can get off to a better start, but, you know, as long as we're ending well, I think it's okay. Yeah, I mean, a win is a win. As long as you're walking away with a W, uh, you know, a whole lot of things can be forgiven, corrected, and worked on. You go on the road Saturday again to face Cumberland County. What are things they did that you'll try to adjust to over the next, you know, uh, day and a half, two days here uh, to get yourselves prepared for a road game at the Lady Jets? 
we're going to take a look at last last uh, night's film. We've we've looked at it a little bit already today, and just see you know try to tweak a few things. Uh, nothing major. They've got a great team, and, and we know that, and uh, got a lot of respect for them. And so they're 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 a good opponent. So we're going to see if we can you know fine tune a little bit of things on our end, and maybe just adjust and tweak some things uh, defensively also. You obviously are extremely experienced in tournament basketball. You understand what it takes through the district regions and, and beyond to, to have success. What does it mean to get, say, that two seed in the district uh, with hopefully a win on Saturday to give yourself a, a good position to start from in tournament basketball? Anytime in, in this league, if you can get a bye, it's, it's really um, special because this league is so tough top to bottom that there's no guarantees. So getting that bye, and, you know, I've always been an advocate for the top team uh, to get a bye uh, in our league because our league is so tough. And I feel like if you can if you can go through this league and you can win the league or you can finish second uh, and, and your top two get a bye, I think that's deserving of those teams because it's such a grind in this league. It's It's not – not an easy task to, to finish at the top of this league. Yeah, you speak on how difficult this league is, and I, I want to take a step back and just examine that. A lot of coaches will tell you, uh, you know, we play in an extremely difficult league. This league is probably one of the toughest across the state. But in your case, in this league, I certainly believe it to probably be accurate. Again, you've seen so many teams, so many areas, and so many districts and regions across this state what does make this specific district so extremely difficult in your mind as somebody who's been around it and inside it for, for many years? I think traditionally in the Upper Cumberland, girls basketball for years and years and years has been um, played at a really high level, and I think it's it's really means a lot to the communities and the towns and the schools here. I think the coaches here, um, I, I would I think you could take the coaches in our, our league and go up against most anybody. There's a lot of great coaches around, but I think here we, we have some of the best uh, here. There's there's no not off as far as, you know, the, the caliber of uh, coach that you're going to be up against. And I think just um, the tradition that all these schools in this area, and not just in 3A, but in, in our 1A, 2A, 3A, 4A around here, just you know the tradition here of girls basketball and the importance of it i think that's that's one of those things like every night is a big night here which makes it a, a lot of fun um, for the kids and, and for the community head coach dana mcwilliams upper in lady bees from baxter now we take a trip to birdstown to check in with a coach who is reeling from an upset loss in their final game of the regular season Bobcats head man Joseph Hammonette and his team fell 51-48 to Red Boiling Springs with a chance to finish undefeated in district play. Pickett still brings home the first regular season district championship in 16 years, but you wonder if this loss is a bump, a bruise, or a break in the body of the Bobcats. Coach Hammonette joining us now. Coach, I appreciate the chance to chat. What was Red Boiling Springs able to do that gave you guys some issue and allowed them to to come into birdstown and get the w 
Uh, you know, first of all, give credit to them. Uh, they played a really good game and, uh, and forced us to play bad. But um, really, you know, basically what I would tell you is that um, you know, I think we had not lost a game in going on seven and a half weeks. I think we had won like maybe 13 of our last 14 games. Mm-hmm. And we just, we just did, we, and this, and this was our fourth game in seven days. And we just didn't play well. And um, and lost the game, and that was uh, and that was kind of what happened to us last night. Well, coach, how do you uh, how do you turn the page? Obviously, the district tournament you know approaches. You guys have an end to the regular season now. Where do you turn the page? How do you turn the page? Uh, get your legs back under you, but obviously prepare for the gauntlet that is uh, the districts and and beyond into the region. Oh, I mean, we uh, you know we've got um, a week off before we play next Friday. Um, we're, we're pretty excited about where we're at. We won our first regular season conference championship in 16 years uh, for the Pickett County boys. So it's a it's a big deal for this group. It's a big deal for our school and our program. And, um, you know, when you start postseason play, everybody goes back to zero. And uh, we're just excited about getting it started. How do you prepare or where do you guys maybe get better by next Friday? Not necessarily, or maybe you do know your opponent at this point, um, but how do you guys, how do the Bobcats get better over the next week or so? You know, I think we just continue to do what we've done all year. We just continue to improve as a team, uh, continue to work on the defensive things that we need to improve on in our offensive execution. We take time to uh, to get rested and get excited and refreshed. And uh, just be excited about uh, prepare who for will play, we'll either play Clark Range or Clay County, and just be ready for either one of those teams. Well, those are certainly uh, two two very very talented ball clubs uh, in this district. Are there things they do similarly, or are they two very different teams uh, in, in terms of you starting to look at them and starting to prepare, uh, maybe in the slightest way over this week? Oh, I think they're two very different teams. Um, Clark Range is, um, you know, they are a, a very, very talented um, offensive team, very focused on offense. They, they have a lot of guys that can score. They play up and down a different way. Uh, Clay County, I would tell you, is more rooted in defense and uh, more deliberate in what they do. So they are completely different teams, but both very talented teams. Well, Coach, I'm not going to put I'm going to put you on the spot, but I certainly uh, understand that both are talented, and, and so I'm not uh, singling either one out. But uh, do you have a preference? Do you prefer the team that uh, you know you know you're going to have a, a you know rooted defense, very hard fought game, or are you looking to to go into a 70, 80 point uh, you know shootout with Clark Range? We we don't have a preference. Uh, both teams are very talented. Both teams bring a different set of uh, of things you have to prepare for. We're just excited that we're the first seed and that we've got a bye and that we're uh, preparing to win a district championship. Well, head coach Joseph Aminette, uh Pickett County Bobcats. Coach, before I let you go here, you obviously are rooted heavily in Birdstown, in this program, in this school. So what does to you, and what does it mean as well to your kids, to bring home that, that regular season title for the first time in, in 16 years it comes back to Birdstown? Uh, it's you know it's um, I'm proud of our kids. I'm proud of our team. Um, you know this team's got a lot of grit. They played real well. I, I still think they are uh, underappreciated uh, by other teams about how good they are. And um, it means a lot to be able to coach uh, where you played and where you're from. 
and for us to win a championship is pretty special. Pickett, Pickett County Bobcats head coach Joseph Ambanette after a 51-48 loss to Red Boiling Springs that takes his team out of an undefeated district regular season. Still brings home that first district regular season title in 16 years, and you could hear the excitement in Coach's voice, uh, able to bring that back to Birdstown. Obviously a, a man who is synonymous with Birdstown his, uh, as a coach, as a player. Of course, uh, his kids playing there as well. So a big deal to get that back in the hands of the Bobcats for the first time in 16 years. I'm Colin Castleberry. This is the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. It's the weekly post-game press conference. Your coaches, your teams. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook. Colin Castleberry with you live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. This is the High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. A rainy and, and somewhat dreary Saturday morning, but that hasn't stopped us from talking high school basketball, and it shouldn't stop you from asking questions about high school basketball or even being in attendance for a game here at some point today. We've already discussed a little bit the fact that Upperman is going to go to Cumberland County. A big deal there is that could make huge uh, strides in who plays where and when in what is probably the most uh, competitive girls district in the state of Tennessee. Elsewhere, Red Boiling Springs will be taking on Watertown. And, of course, uh, those two teams in very different situations, right? Pickett County uh, defeating Red Boiling Springs on the girls' side, but the boys uh, were able to get that upset win as we talked with Pickett County head coach Joseph Ammonette in our last segment. And now they've got a chance to turn around and play a Watertown team that will be reeling after a 30-plus point loss to Jackson County in Gainesboro last night. So Red Boiling Springs, a chance here to rack up some wins and really put themselves in a good position on the boys' side entering the district tournament. Uh, For the girls, obviously Red Boiling Springs losing to Pickett County in Birdstown last night, but they get the chance now to take on Watertown, who lost by 10 to Jackson last night so somebody's got to win that game red boiling springs 10 and 14 watertown 11 and 9 so somebody's going to put themselves in a situation where they've ended as we talked about with several other teams they've ended the regular season on sort of a high note a a win a w and set themselves up going into the district tournament uh, to make some noise and pull off some upsets can't make enough though cannot make a big enough deal out of upperman visiting cumberland county if you uh, missed our interview with head coach Dana McWilliams. Make sure to go uh, back and check that out, either on replay or on the podcast. And, uh, man, if you can get to Cumberland County today, if you can get up to Crossville, this is going to be worth it, really on both sides, uh, because you're going to get to see on the boys' side some extremely talented freshmen, two guys uh, that are going to be the future of this district in Ty Cobb and Houston Torres. Uh, they're going to have some legendary battles as the years go on. I feel very confident of that. Of course, Upperman uh, with a lot of other talent as well. Guys like Bronson Chaffin, uh, Clayton Harris. I can keep going. You know, Huddleston, uh, 
Cam Bush. I'm going to leave somebody out here. I know I am, but uh, a lot of great talent going to be on the floor on the boys' side. Not as much, obviously, on that side that's on the line. That's all but secured in terms of seeding. But the girls' matchup, if you missed it earlier in the program, talking in segment one about what this game could mean for other teams. If Upperman were to sweep Cumberland County, pretty easy at that point. You'd White County's the one, Upperman's the two, uh, Cumberland County's the three, LA's the four, so on and so forth, right? Uh, Upperman, or Upperman, Cumberland County and LA split, but uh, that, that tiebreaker would be solved, I believe, uh, because of the overall record for Cumberland County. Now, either way, pretty straightforward, right? You're one, you're two, maybe you're three and you're four flippity-flop, but otherwise everybody's out, uh, is in their their spot, and we're good to go. If Cumberland County wins this game, however, everything is in flux. Now, White County is going to be the one seed. That's already a decision made as they obviously finish the regular season having swept everybody but Stone Memorial, and Stone's not <clears throat> anywhere close to challenging for anything higher than that second-to-last seed over DeCab, who finished winless in the district. If Cumberland beats Upperman, though, now you're talking about Upperman and Cumberland will have split. Cumberland and L.A. will have split, and Upperman will have swept L.A. So Livingston Academy can't jump on both and head to the two-seed but Cumberland could be the two, Upperman could be the three, and L.A. could be the four. Or you could find up, you know, Upperman still at the two, but now Cumberland County and L.A. are sitting three, four, and Cumberland County has the advantage in terms of having swept Upperman. So a lot playing into this game, and that's not even to mention that this game will decide who Stone Memorial and head coach Mike Buck, who we will hear from to end the program, who do they even play here uh, in their first game of the district tournament because they await to see if they're taking on Cumberland County or L.A. If they if Cumberland County beats Upperman, then I believe it is Stone Memorial and L.A. who will face off in Stone's first game of the district tournament. Cumberland loses to Upperman. believe that goes the other way, and they play Cumberland. So a lot is going to be on the line. Of course, this is all unofficial, you know, brackets and seating and coin flips and a whole lot that goes into what I've already mentioned might be the most competitive district across the state of Tennessee, at least on the girls' side. So anything could happen, but if you have a chance in what is, again, a, a, a rainy Saturday morning, but if you can get up to Cumberland County, I would highly suggest sliding in to Cumberland County High School and catching some extremely talented and competitive high school basketball here this morning. Before we move on, let's run back through scores from across the UC last night. Several teams' seasons uh, coming to an end last night. A couple more uh, came to an end on Thursday night, but last night, Cookville picking up a sweep of Stewart's Creek. The Lady Cavs, 72-35. Cavs, 72-45. White County, uh, a sweep of Signal Mountain. Huge deal for both sides. For White County's girls, the Warriorettes, it's a big deal because it means they end the regular season with just two overall losses. For the Warriors, it's just a really positive way to end the regular season. As somebody who's from the Chattanooga area, that Signal Mountain team, on the boys' side, is very good talent uh, up and down the roster. Certainly maybe not the year they expected to have, but 
uh, still near 20 wins for them. I believe they were uh, eight and two in their own district, and so a 70 to 63 win for the Warriors is nothing to uh, scoff at. York picks up a sweep of Smith County, meaning both the Dragonettes and Dragons finish undefeated in the regular season. 56-42 the score for the girls, 60-56 the score for the boys. Clay County, the sweep of Jellico, uh, the Lady Bulldogs 77-21, Bulldogs 83-63, uh, 83-66. Jackson County last night on Sports Radio 104.7 grabbed a sweep of Watertown. Lady, Lady Blue Devils 45-35, Blue Devils 67-36. Van Buren. Uh, a sweep of South Pittsburgh. It was a sweep. It was a uh, kind of a sweepy night for teams across the UC. Van Buren, uh, the Eagle Eaglets, 59-32, uh, and a 65-55 10-point win for the Eagles. And then Monterey actually split uh, with Scott. A great job by the Lady Wildcats to get that that win. Uh, a nice little kind of. exclamation point to a regular season in which they obviously were really just trying to build a culture and get Lady Wildcat basketball back to the standard that they feel like it's supposed to be at. They do a great job of that last night with a 52-44 win over Scott. Uh, The Wildcats come up just short, couldn't follow suit. 51-48 is the loss for the Wildcats to end their regular season. This is the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, and we continue here live from Chick-fil-A on Interstate Drive. The plays made, the decisions made, the explanations here. The Coaches Roundtable called the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Inside the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Colin Castleberry with you. And as we move on, unlike Pickett, we discussed earlier who came up a game short of an undefeated regular season. The Dragon Nets finished the deal last night, getting the better of Smith 56-42. They finished with 20 overall wins and an 8-0 district record. Head coach Michael Green joins us now and Coach, I'm excited to have this conversation. You talked from day one about how young this team was, how inexperienced in certain areas and at certain positions. So what does it mean, despite that, and the injuries, and the unexpected breaks and challenges, to finish with 20 overall wins and an undefeated district record, meaning you bring home a regular season district title? Uh, you know, it's just a testament to to the girls on how they've worked and how they've how they've worked to improve. Uh, you know, first before the season started, you know, a lot of people didn't think we would be very good since we'd lost, you know, three starters, four four of our top six, and uh, you know, basically thought Reese was all we had. And uh, you know, here the last couple of games we've kind of played like that, but we're getting back to where where we had been in the first of the season. Uh, but it's just huge. Uh, you know the the strides improvement and and uh, you know the scary thing is these these girls are not even close to to, to being where they where they can be and uh, you know we've seen we've seen glimpses of that uh, but like you said overcoming adversity of injuries uh, you know and and the the long layoff that we didn't need uh, you know all that stuff and just to 
not make excuses and, and find a way to win uh, district wise is huge because we've gotten everybody's best shot every time we played. Uh, you know, last night, huge game uh, for Smith County and got their best shot again, and, and luckily pulled that one out. Yeah, you mentioned it. A, a, an extremely talented and, and very good Smith County team that uh, the first time you guys play, you get them at home 52 35. Uh, it improves a little on the road at their place, 56-42. But what did you love out of your team's performance last night in what obviously took a really gritty effort knowing that, hey, this game we could finish with that 8-0 record, 20 overall wins, you're in a hostile environment? Well, you know, we, we knew it was a huge game for them, and, uh, you know, we knew they'd be ready to go. We weren't – I don't know, we, we, we didn't – we didn't show up like I was expecting us to. Uh, getting down ten to nothing, you do that to anybody, especially on the road. Uh, you're probably usually going to get beat. And uh, you know, looking up at the scoreboard, ten nothing. I'm like, man, didn't didn't see us coming out like this. Uh, but you know, stayed calm, stayed stayed uh, stayed ready, and uh, girls kind of settled in. Had some nerves. Uh, you know, we we thought that several of us had got disrespected with the district uh, district awards earlier in the day and I was hoping that would be all the motivation that they needed uh, but we didn't use it like we should have but Rayleigh Werner she uh, I think she took some of it personally and uh, you know she came back out and had a big night like she'd had uh, you know previously in the seat earlier in the season yeah we we talk about Beatty all the time and, and for good reason she's obviously an extremely talented player but what has the growth and development of a Rayleigh Werner meant to you and this team uh, throughout this season and going forward? Oh, I mean, it's huge. Uh, she's, you know, like I've said, if we didn't have Reese, you know, Rayleigh would be, all the focus would be on her. Uh, you know, and a lot of times she gets a lot of the a lot of the extra pressure defense. And, uh, you know, she's had us, she's struggled for a couple of weeks there, which, you know, a lot of times sophomores, uh, you know, they call it, they call it a sophomore slump, but, uh, she just had her a couple, couple off games there for a couple of weeks, and I told her, told her the day before, I guess it was Thursday before we played Smith County. I said, you know, you're back, you're back, you're ready to go, everything's good. And uh, she had 21 last night. Uh, looks like her old self. When those two are on, you know, we're, we're hard to, we're hard to beat, and we just gotta have, we gotta have more consistency at everybody else on the floor. Uh, you know, you can't, you can't go into those districts games like that any of these tournament games and and not be confident in yourself if you you know we know that a lot of these teams are not going to guard some of our players and you know it's a it's a great strategy but they can only not guard you for so long if you're knocking down shots or making stuff happen so we're just working on getting that confidence for everybody yeah you started to talk about it right there and it, it does go both ways it's the third time a team sees you but also the third time you see them but how much more difficult does that make it right you head into the district tournament and now you're going to be seeing teams for a third time on the season how does that sort of change what you guys do and how you guys prepare knowing how well they know you and of course you know them you know when you're playing a good team uh and you're having to play them four times it's hard it's hard to beat that team four times. It doesn't, you know, whether it be an off night, uh, you know, shooting, uh, not like we had bad defense, uh, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, 
it's it's hard to beat a team, you know, three or four times. It's a good team, uh, and then my, you know, especially like last night, you can't if you're expecting to do that, you can't get down ten to zero to start the game. Uh, so what's you know, let's just learn. We're like I said, we're we're still learning, and and we're trying to get to where we need to be in a short amount of time. But uh, you know, it's uh, anything can happen when you get in this tournament time. The key is you've got to come out strong. In my opinion, you've got to come out strong. Start start the game off if you can get your lead and get a little cushion that is huge uh, i know it is for us but uh biggest thing is being prepared don't make the game bigger than what it is you know we don't need to be going into elimination games or championship games and, and, and being so torn up that you know we don't play it up to our ability and then you're looking up at the scoreboard wondering what happened so uh just a lot of confidence and you know for us it's more a mental thing yeah with, with the inexperience you know most of these teams have you know, several season players, so we're trying to get there ourselves. Hey, Coach Michael Green, York Dragonettes basketball coach. Before we let you go, you've you've sort of talked about it already a couple of times, but let's get specific. Consistency, the mental part of the game. Where do you guys have to get better entering the district tournament, and what is the focus entering the district tournament in terms of preparation? Uh, well, we're going to rest a couple of days for the first time since our big long break. But, uh, you know, I'm just, just clipping, I'm clip film, clip film. I just keep preaching film. If you can watch it, if you can watch it over and over and over again, I just want to make sure that we get on the floor and we don't have, you know, there's no excuses. We know we've seen this. We know what we should do here. The key is just doing it, doing it when you get out there. Because with a lot of these teams, you know, they're, they're, throwing, they're just not a, Typical defense that you're seeing is not a, it's not a regular man-to-man. It's not a regular zone. They're junking it up a little bit, and the problem with that stuff is you have to have a little bit of patience, and you have you have to be able to read what's going on a little bit, and that's why we kind of struggle early against this stuff is because we have such a hard time of, of just playing and seeing what we need to do and all that. So that's what we're really really going to focus on this next week is just you know. Trying to be more aware of, our, of what's going on, and you know, relaxing and being being a little more patient offensively. Uh, and we got to get better defensively. Last night, uh, you know, I thought we were pretty solid defensively, but up until last night, when you come out uh, on ten to nothing on anybody, you need some defensive work. So we we've got to get a little better defensively as well. York head coach Michael Green, dragging its basketball on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Fresh from their film analysis to break down the games with you. The Mountain Barn Builders High School Playbook with your coach, Nick. The High School Playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. We close out the show speaking with another member of Class 3A, Region 4, District 7. Head coach Mike Buck and the Lady Panthers of Stone Memorial wrapped up their season by snapping a three-game losing streak and starting a two-game winning streak thanks to an OT win on the road at Clark Range and a district win over DeKalb to keep themselves out of the basement that is their hyper-competitive district. Now they wait for the result of today's game between the Lady Jets and Lady Bees. I had to guess Coach will be in attendance to see whether they'll play L.A. or Cumberland in the first round of districts. Coach Buck, kind enough to hop on with us, Coach. I'm always grateful for your time. What did you think of your team's performance over the regular season, and, and how do you begin to prepare, prepare for the district tournament? Yeah, so, yeah, we are finished. It was our last regular season game last night. Um, 
you know, we, we, it's, it's been a kind of a, a weird year. Um, the, just the basketball team, I feel like, is, uh, you know, is right there as good as any out there. Um, and we, we've proved that, you know, you know, on many, many nights this, this year, um, you know, with, with uh, games that we were actually able to win. Plus, you know, games that we were, we, we were right there, had a chance late. But uh, it's been, been a season where we tried to, uh, you know, we, we had to learn a lot of lessons. Um, and it wasn't necessarily X and O's and things like that. It was just, you know, competitiveness and all uh, the consistency of that. Uh, and how important that is to success on on a basketball floor. And so we, you know, we I feel like we've come a long way in in, in that world. Um, you know, and then it comes down to just can we execute uh, with with that mindset? And, and and in this league, if you're not you don't bring that mindset, you know, you you uh, aren't going to be able to be very successful. So, uh, but I am I am really proud of the way, especially the way we finished. We went to this past week. We had three games of four nights and four and seven nights, and so. Um, we went to Clark Range, um, you know, and, and were able to uh, gut out a 70 to 60 overtime win uh, there at Clark Range, which, as everybody knows, is a difficult place to go get a win, uh, especially against Coach Rogers, you know, and uh, the second game against him. Which, um, from a coaching standpoint, he's, he he knows you inside and out by that point. So for us to be able to go over there this late in the season and get get a win uh, was special. It took a lot of, of guts and character from our kids and. Um, and then, you know, to come back home and with all the distractions from senior night, be able to get another win last night against the Cad County and play well, um, you know, with, and both of those games, our last two games, we had multiple players in double figures each night, and, um, you know, and, and Courtney Hedrick had, you know, got her a thousand points the other night at Clark Range, you know, uh, within a, in a double-double, um, Addison Howard played really well last night with uh, a season high 22 and nine assists, so we're just... It's there's some things that are clicking right now. Ball's moving around offensively, finding open people, uh, which is it's going to make us hard to, you know, to to be stopped. I guess you know with with uh, the, the way we're playing offensively right now, defensively doing a solid job as well. But uh, really excited to see the offense come around. But yeah, it's been a long season and and uh, one where our kids have all gotten better. I had a, an ex coach come in uh, and speak to us yesterday. A man of, you know character and integrity that I really have a lot of respect for. He talked about the difference between success and significance with our kids. And I really feel like we, um, you know, we, the success that we've had and, uh, versus the significance this year, I think our girls are great, great, great kids. And, uh, I think there's some, some specials, you know, inside of these girls and, and, uh, um, you know, on and off the court, but especially off the court, there's super, super kids that, that have got a, a bright future and have made a difference in some lives this year. Well, Coach, you brought up uh, Courtney Hedrick, and that's kind of where I wanted to head next. Obviously, I was able to be in attendance last Friday at Livingston Academy. It, it ends up, right. uh, you know, a 59-43 loss for you guys, but Courtney has a spectacular night, 25 points, I believe it was, uh, near double-digit right. rebounds. What makes yep. her so special? In fact, in that game, uh, she even dropped a tray, had one at the top of the key, and, and, and found a three for herself. What makes her so special? She just, you know, she just has a knack. She has a confidence about her on the offensive end. She gets in the, she finds herself in the right position, you know, a lot of times. And then it just, you know, is, is able to, to score it in different angles, you know, on the in, inside. And and plus, one of the things that helps her score the ball is her, her willingness and her ability to find open people, you know. And so uh, that kind of takes some, some pressure off of her, too, if she's in a moment where, 
Um, you know, it's, it's a little more competitive than she likes. She can fake a pass, and, and uh, people react to it because oh, it usually leads to something good. But she she actually, um, uh, you know, is, she is one of our better three-point shooters. She She's a, a kid who can stretch the floor like that. She hasn't been as active from out there this year as, as in the last couple of years. But, yeah, she's she's a kid who can who can stretch the floor. She's had some really good nights shooting the basketball for us. But uh, if she's coming around here at the end of the year and, and playing super and her teammates obviously she knows that that's a that's a uh, a uh, team basically a team uh you know uh, achievement and her scoring a thousand points because you know her addison howard's finding her all over the place uh, the high low action with uh kaylee waldo with, into courtney has been really good for us this season it's been fun to watch that develop over the year um but uh yeah she's she's a special kid we're really really excited to uh you know, to be coaching her and, and uh, for have her to have her a part of our program. As the season has come to an end, and and uh, people, coaches will always tell you, you know, you kind of turn the corner now, and everybody's zero and zero, and we start tournament and, and playoff basketball, and everything uh, on any given night can go differently. With that in mind, how important is the ability for you guys to look back at a game on January 9th and tell your team and your girls that you went into White County and beat the Warriorettes, who are not just the one seed at this point in this district, but a team who, uh, jokingly, from the rest of the district, you guys kind of set on a focused mission. They have gone off since you pulled that game off. Credit to Coach Dodgen. But what does it mean to you guys to be able to look back at that game now in this scenario, knowing you're capable of doing that? Yeah, it's... It, it's it's a huge confidence builder. Obviously, to be uh, one of only two teams on the year, I guess, to beat them, um, you know, and, and and at their place was was really really nice. Um, our, our kids have some confidence about them now that that uh, uh, you know we look at that game where we were able to to win it. Uh, we, you know, a three point loss at Cumberland, a three point loss to to uh, um, Upperman here. Uh, you know, a five or six point loss down there. So we you know. Uh, like you said, everything, every, all the records, everything swipes clean, um, and our girls have confidence to be able to, to play everybody in our league and play them well. Um, and so uh, that that really kind of makes us a, kind of a scary out uh, going into the league. You know, going into our tournament. Um, you know, we don't know exactly who will play yet, whether it be Cumberland or um, or uh, Livingston. It could be either one of those, I guess, with one game left in the regular season. But. Um, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a neat deal. But that game definitely gave us confidence. Uh, it, it's a game that uh, you know we had to really battle and execute and handle some adversity. Uh, you know we've got some foul trouble and and uh, yeah, so it, it, they're good, obviously. So we'll be able to overcome their talent, the location of the game, but you know some some foul situations and you know it, it was it was a lot to overcome. And our girls were tough and, and actually, you know stayed in the fight and, and continued and finished it. So I was super proud of them. I think that's who we are, actually. Lady Panthers head coach Mike Buck. Coach Buck, before we let you go, and, and certainly not trying to put you on the spot here, they're both fantastic teams. One one obviously comes with a little more emotional weight because it is the Crosstown rival. So, uh, sure. you know, not – not speaking ill of either one, just is there one sure. you would rather face to open the district tournament, a team that obviously carries some more emotional weight, 
or uh, a Livingston Academy team that comes with a, a, a whole lot of postseason history and success. Sure, yeah. I mean, they're both they both pose uh, you know um, different uh, you know on the court situations. Yeah, the 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 uh, emotional side of of these kids being buddies their whole life, and you know, one of us gets to end the other one's season. There's a lot to that as well, but. That's, a, that's just enough. Those are all just other distractions, you know, that you have to, you know, get kids to, to block out and still be able to go and, and stay focused on that next play and the next play. But, um, yeah, they're very talented. Cumberland County is. They've got, you know, really solid pieces at every position. Uh, but then you look at, at uh, um, Livingston, and I feel like, uh, you know, I, they've got a, a kid who I felt like, you know, should have been in the, um, the Miss Basketball conversation and one of the finalists in, in Ellie Butler. Um, you know, she's she could she's a bucket. She's she'll go get get buckets. You know, throughout the game, you just have to you can never relax against her. And uh, you know, and they've got other kids that, that impact the game shooting the basketball. And then also, uh, you know, from a defensive standpoint, I feel like they got probably the, the defensive player in the league uh, in their point guard. So it's it's uh, both teams are, are really talented. They're really good. They're well coached. And, and uh, um, but I really feel like our kids, you know, uh, have a um, you know, a mindset that you know, whoever it is, we're going to be able to, to go take care of business. That's, that's, you know, that's our goal. We're definitely not going to show up and hope, you know, expecting to, to get beat. We're definitely going to show up and, and with a game plan and, and, uh, and a mindset that's going to allow us to, uh, to give it our best shot. Win or lose, you know, we're going to walk out of there with our heads high. So uh, that's not an answer, a definitive answer either <laughs> no, it's way. All right. but, um, and I, I know I don't – it really – Whoever it is across from us, we, we have a great scouting report on them. We know we know them inside and out, as do they. They know us. And so this is going to be a great challenge either way. We're looking forward to it. We really are. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a neat time in our girls' lives. Head, head coach Mike Buckstone, Memorial Lady Panthers. I'm Colin Castleberry. This has been the High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. The High School Playbook, built by Mountain Barn Builders. Add space to your home, protect your cars and boats, a new workshop or she shed. Mountain Barn Builders will build it mountain strong. MountainBarnBuilders.com. The prep conversation continues all week, including today's show on demand. UCSportsNation.com.